Uh, what is up, everybody? Greetings and salutations. <laughs> Sorry I'm a little late. I actually had a lot to prepare. I know. I couldn't, honestly, I couldn't believe it either. I have so much to talk about today that we might as well just not play any music and just talk all day. In answer to your question, G, your review will not be on the box today. Uh, and I'll be talking about, about that, too, about just the level of busy that I'm at right now. And there's some stuff I can disclose and some stuff I can't. But I did not even get a chance to listen. So I am, I am, I'm sorry. So I'll just apologize right now. I just I simply did not get to it. Uh, what I did get to is I actually have a bunch of new music because I was able to do that earlier in the week. Uh, so that worked out well. Also, um, I just add stuff to that playlist, and then I just grab it all. So it's kind of an automated process. But I want to point out the elephant in the room, and I am not that elephant. But... Um, you can't see this now because we are not in the future, but a week from now you will be able to see this brand new episode of the Top 20 and you will see I am not in my professional gear and uh, I am I am just in a tank top and you might ask why, well it's not really a tank top, it's more of a, what the, I'm getting a call during the box, I'm getting a call during the box, oh, so irritating uh, yes, so I'm in a sleeveless tee is actually what the work, uh, what I suppose the word is. And the reason I'm in a sleeveless tee is uh, despite being November 18th, it is summertime here in the Northeast. So I was watching my man Byron Miranda this morning, my PIX11 news guy. is easily the coolest weatherman out there, and I'll fight anybody that says different. Uh, I will point out that he is always very good about explaining the differences between days, like how much warmer or colder it's going to be from the day before, because people like me have a memory that's roughly, say, 24 hours long. And the best I can do is remember, like, no, yesterday it was cold, so I kind of need to know. But today, in Islip, according to my man, it's going to be up like 27 degrees from yesterday. I can't imagine why everybody's getting sick. All right. Thank you, Mother Nature. All right. Good job. Good job. Oh, wait a minute. There we are. Yeah. So please do not be alarmed by my appearance. There is absolutely nothing wrong with your television or your computer or your phone. Believe me, all of the problems lie within. Yeah. <laughs> I do want the crusty crab. Anyway, I feel like I just did the opening for the show, so I don't even know why I even need to do anymore. Oh, right, because people tuned in to listen. Thank you very much for that. Let's get some housekeeping out of the way, shall we? A uh, brand new episode of the Top 20 is out today. It's the episode where I discuss what it's like being in a high school band and the actual effect and, I guess, I guess effect I had on people in that band and how nice it was to hear 157,000 years later uh, that I actually had a positive effect on somebody as far back as junior high school and high school. It's kind of nice to... To, to hear that and know that and realize that that's the kind of same stuff that I've been doing all along. So I guess when you get some affirmations about being true to your character, it's kind of maybe stabilizing in the way you do things or handle yourself. I don't really know, but I felt really good about it, and I, I definitely could have used that boost. So thank you, world. So check out that video. Uh, and as always, if you have any comments on the video or about the content... 
please feel free to drop a comment on the video itself. I mean, not on it. It's kind of under it. Uh, I respond to every single comment on there at all times, although not necessarily immediately because I do get very backed up and stuff. But I will comment, and I do find it's a good way to actually engage in the conversation. It's funny. A lot of times um, I don't listen to a lot of other podcasts. Like I have a long list of podcasts to listen to, but like I just don't get to them. But uh, it's it's funny because... I think one of the things I like about this show the most, not the top 20, top 20 can suck a dick, but the, the box because it's live. And so if there are questions, like you can kind of engage them right then and there. Like I will ask, uh, you know, I'll post comments and stuff like that. And I will address things like in other podcasts, like when I watch them, which is hella rare, but it does. But I was listening to a podcast, not the, not even like a few days ago just listening to it and there was actually something I had to offer about the topic and I wanted to like talk to the person about it but like it was pre-recorded like in September so I think the topic is probably dead by then I'm just saying uh, so yeah so that's out today don't forget to uh, subscribe to Stranger TV to get all the cool stuff that's going on there uh, and check out all the other programming. The new uh, Seven Questions with Bacon is My Podcast is out. They are seven questioning with a band called For Lack of a Term, which I played on here last week. I am actually penciled in to interview them on December 2nd. Uh, I do have a couple of tech issues to work out first, and I might even be doing that today. I brought my laptop to work. See? I brought my laptop to work because I might try and see if I can... I think I wired in properly to do a Zoom meeting, so I might just try that midday, mid-show today, because if I've learned nothing, well, I've learned nothing, but if I've also learned nothing about this show, it's that this show is the perfect place to just try something and totally screw it up, because it's not that this show runs without a net, this show is that net, <laughs> and therefore it does not need a net, that's what I'm saying. Still appreciating my awesome backdrop here. Yes. Look at that. Look at that majesty. Oh, I'm sorry, radio people. You can't look at it. Ooh. Ooh. That's all right. You can look at it next week and tell me how unmajestic it is or whatever you guys want to do. That's fine. So anyway, um, I know I've been saying for months like how busy I am, and I don't want it to sound like I'm just constantly bitching. Like I just... It's more of a it's more of a statement of fact and about a statement of things that are going on, uh, but it's also um, not necessarily an excuse, but a reason to why certain things aren't getting done. Uh, as I'm sure you guys are all aware of by now, and if you're not, I'll be happy to tell you, uh, we are indeed going to do another Thanksgiving Eve uh, project, a la Jimmy G, and the way. He just owns Thanksgiving Eve, and I'm happy to be a part of it. We're going to be doing a live stream event from the Bacon is My Podcast studios. It's going to be um, Mikey and Jimmy and Annie and myself, and we're going to be streaming some music, streaming some tasting, apparently, although I was there for the lobster candy. I think I'm done with tasting for a little while, um, and just kind of just hanging out, shooting the shit. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's not going to be terribly long, so it's totally doable if you guys are home and just want to have it on and just be part of our pre pre-Thanksgiving Day festivities that we do every year. Um, it's going to be fun. But like, I have, I have not, I have not picked up a guitar uh, in for pleasure. Um, in I couldn't even tell you how long. The last time I worked on a song, 
I think it was like three or four months ago, and that would have been the last time. And I'm counting working on a new song as pleasure, not just strumming a guitar because I feel like doing it. To be honest, I don't even know where my acoustic guitar is, and that is the first time I've been able to say that honestly without being drunk at a show in my entire life. Yeah. So... Um, so I have not gotten a chance to play. That That is kind of an in indicator of how busy I am. Also, the simple fact that I um, I had asked G to let me know how uh, Enter the Cosmic was at Beery's because uh, we had to leave early, uh, and she did a review. I, I assume she sent me something. And honestly, it could be anything, honestly. <laughs> I have no idea. But I am assuming it's a review of the show, which is what I asked for. I haven't even had a chance to listen to it. A lot of people have sent me their clips from Dirty Deeds. I have been able to at least gather them all. If you've sent them, I gathered them and put them in a folder. I have not had a chance to watch it. I have also not had a chance to watch the 722 gig of footage that Jake took. Uh, I did get it all, and it is in a folder, but I haven't even had a chance to, to, to do it like uh, it's just it's been it's been constant I've taken on a couple extra projects uh, work wise and personal wise and others and otherwise and so like a day like today like it's really going from kind of like 845 you know through work I'm late to the show I'll do the show I have a meeting after the show um, and then I'll work right up until about I don't know 10 to 7 and I'll grab my stuff and I'll go to rehearsal and I won't be back in my house till about 12.30 at night. And this is not unusual. It's not even like, oh, my God, I can't believe how busy this day is. This is literally most days. The only respite I've got right now is that uh, soccer, uh, our, our soccer season has officially ended. Even though the soccer season is continuing, we do not have a game this week. So technically our soccer season has ended. And we were going to have a practice on Friday, but somebody needs the field for a makeup game, so I just went ahead and canceled it. If it was today, though, I would have just gone ahead and done it because I, like I said, summer is here and we should be out playing soccer and all that other stuff. So things are going to start lightening up, and then in December I get I get more uh, free time from work and personal stuff like that. So I'm hoping to catch up, but unfortunately I have been putting stuff off uh, till December for about six months now, which means I have, yep, six months of work to do in December. All right, good planning, my guy. Uh, anyway, so I've been super busy, so I apologize for that. Uh, I do uh, still right, really care about doing this show, and I make this show a priority, which is why I'm here every week. So um, I hope you enjoy it as much as I do. Uh, but like I said, this week I actually am a little bit prepared. Um, I have some nonsense going on. I was going to talk about the House censure of Representative Gosar, but like that guy's a, that guy's a complete asshole and completely representative of everything that's wrong in this country, in my opinion. Um, but in in other news, I have taken to um, I, I do I do a lot of stuff where I like kind of like um, I have to scan stuff. But I, I came a, I came across something that was really funny. They sentenced the QAnon shaman, the guy wearing like the buffalo helmet and all that other stuff. They they finally sentenced him to 41 months in prison, which honestly is light. But they decided to just like not make it a big political thing and punish him for like the simpler stuff. But the greatest comment I saw on that is like they should make him wear that furry suit in prison. And I could not stop laughing <laughs> because you want to teach somebody a lesson, send a vegan into prison with a furry suit on. Yeah, he'll make friends fast. Yeah. Um. 
But you should all uh, look into, on your own, or maybe I'll talk about it next week, uh, a censure of a sitting congressman is like kind of a big deal. It's only happened like four times in the past, I don't know, 40 years or whatever. Um, so he's basically just, he's allowed to stay in Congress, but he's like stripped of all of his responsibilities and can't chair anything, mainly because he was tweeting super violent cartoons, animations about like, you know, attacking Democrats, uh, specifically AOC. Uh, it is absolutely conduct not becoming a member of Congress. And honestly, it's conduct like not becoming a good human. So if you're a supporter of his, please turn off the radio now because I hate you. Um, but I have a couple of things. I have a couple of things here. So I have several, several things. I have uh, a Mother Jones article about Portugal. We'll be talking about that in a minute. Um, but here, here's the thing, and this is going to get political because it's socioeconomic. And I'm sorry if it's political. If you're thinking this is political, then you might want to check um, what you're doing. Because what I'm going to talk about right now is not political, it's social. Uh, and a big social dysfunction that's going on in the country right now. So I don't expect everybody to be completely familiar with what's going on. So I will give you a crash course in the basics. There are two main packages that the Biden administration is trying to get through Congress. Um, they are both uh, for internal spending, so domestic spending. This is good. Spending money on ourselves for a change is probably good. I am not a big fan of uh, spending so much money on the military budget, but I do understand why we do it. shouldn't be as much, and we can talk about Senator Bernie Sanders and his stance later if you want. Uh, I am, But I am, unlike most people and most unenlightened people, uh, okay with spending money overseas to keep things kind of calm and stable. Uh, people want to know why we spend so much money in places like Guatemala. Uh, and I have answered them over the past 20 years because we would rather have it safe and stable for people to stay in Guatemala than, I don't know, show up at our Texas border. Because then we get to complain about all of that stuff and what that means to our country and our economy and stuff like that. And for the record, it's way cheaper to keep people in Guatemala than it is to allow them into the country. Yeah. That's why I want to spend the money there instead of here. But I realize that that takes at least an eighth grade education to understand, so I don't expect that from most people on the right. So uh, one of those bills is the Build Back Better program. Um I am ready to just let that go. I think it's been a failure. I think without a lot of the... It, everything in there is good. And everything in there would make us competitive with, like, European countries and stuff like that. Not going to make us competitive with China because China is still squashing human rights. So that that comparison should really be off the table. But in terms of, like, making your quality of life better, the Build It Back Better program was all about that. Americans don't understand that. Americans don't understand why they should have universal health care. Americans don't understand why they should have a, a social and economic safety net, despite having Social Security, despite having the Veterans Administration, despite having firemen and police and all that other stuff that really does kind of keep us safe. They don't understand why you would ever invest in social programs at all. And honestly, I'm tired of arguing uh, uh, with people about it. If you're not going to understand it, it's not because... It's, it's not it's, it's because you just don't understand it one or you don't care 
And I have found more and more people that simply just don't care. Because I like, I like hearing arguments like, well, you know, you should have thought of that and plan better and pull yourself up by your bootstraps and all that other stuff. Like, And my argument is like, well, well what if something happens, man? What if something happens? What if... What if, like, you have a serious medical thing or a serious injury and you can't work? And what if one of your kids is sick? Or what if your insurance company doesn't cover damage on your house? Like, what if? What if any of those things happen? Like, what do you think the social security net is for? Like, yeah, some people definitely sponge off it. But you know what it's for? It's a safety net. That's what safety net means. <laughs> but anyway, I'm tired of making the argument, so that's not what I want to talk about. What I did want to talk about is the infrastructure program. Because I am a huge believer in infrastructure. If you've known me at all uh, politically over the past 20 years, you will have heard me talk about infrastructure uh, and ad nauseum amount of time. Because I believe in infrastructure for a couple of reasons. One, when you're building your stuff, your own stuff, like roads and bridges and you know rail and all that other stuff, like you're making your thing bigger. Has anybody ever done, like, a home improvement? Anybody ever bought a new refrigerator because the old one didn't work? Anybody ever mow their lawn? These are all infrastructures. These are all infrastructure programs. They make things, they make our things and your things better. So that's awesome. The second thing is that it is incredibly difficult to outsource infrastructure programs. It is very difficult to have a bridge built in China that's going in Tennessee. That's just geography, which I realize is also a stretch for a lot of people. But you're just going to have to trust me. It is incredibly difficult to pave I-90 in 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 China, just generally speaking. I mean, there might be an I-90 in China. I just, I, I don't know. But if we want to pave I-90 in upstate New York, probably going to have to do it locally. And you should probably hire local people to do it. And I am dead set against taking foreign uh, companies, uh, foreign contractors. So any com- uh, any company that's based in Bermuda or the Seychelles, they can all suck a bag of dicks over in those foreign countries. American contractors only for uh, American infrastructure. But that's just me. So here's the thing. And this is the part that's really been bothering me the most. This infrastructure, it's $1.1 trillion or something like that. Yeah, $1 trillion infrastructure plan. This, okay. Where does it go? Well, where do you think it goes? Okay, I will. I have two things here that will kind of explain where a lot of these things go. Um, one's from the New York Times. One is from some other place that I don't know. Where's my New York Times article? Oh, yes. So, New, so, so the main place that this stuff is going, right, is um, the bulk of it, right? Roads and bridges. The bill would provide $110 billion to repair the nation's aging highways, bridges, and roads. Right? According to the White House, 173,000 total miles, or nearly 280,000 kilometers of America's highways and major roads, and 45,000 bridges are in poor condition. 45,000 bridges are in poor condition. That's not subjective, like, oh, poor bridge. That's like a classification of bridge, of structural integrity. Remember that building just collapsed in Miami? Yeah, man. There was a building that collapsed in Nigeria. Uh, and that is something we expect in Africa. But this building colla- is a condo that collapsed in Miami. Like, bridges collapse, like trains derail. Like, every time you hear that, 
That's because we have shit infrastructure because we're not putting any money into it. So that's that's that. And almost forty billion forty billion for the bridges is the single largest dedicated bridge investment since the construction of the national highway system. Eisenhower did the national highway system. Were any of you alive during Eisenhower? I wasn't. Bridges keep us up in the air. Like, for you watching at home, that's like the difference between like... And... I hope that came across on radio. Public transit. $39 billion for public transit. This is great. This is how the rest of the countries in the world get around. You think everybody in Europe and China has a car? Mm-mm. It's public transit because they make it makes sense. They have good transit. Us here in New York, we have the MTA, which is the largest transit system in the country, and it is garbage. I think actually the MTA might be the 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 one. Might, it might be the largest in the world, and it is garbage. You have to, you know, you don't have like a lot of parking spaces. Like they don't encourage it at all, and they're, you know, they keep raising rates. Well, they're not going to have to raise rates right now because. Passenger and freight rail. Yeah, man, they're putting $66 billion to improve the rail service northeast corridor. That's just for Amtrak. And they're giving a buttload of money to the MTA so they don't have to raise raise uh, raise the rates and they can make all the, all the things. And Amtrak's been in trouble since Superstorm Sandy, so they're going to try and fix that. They're going to increase electric vehicles, uh, so they're charging stations. So if you do get an electric vehicle, you'll have charging stations. Chase- Charging stations across the internet. Uh, oh, man, the interstate highway system. Like, this is a big deal. We're trying to move in that direction. We're actually trying to be smart and not kill ourselves. These are these are good things. We're going to modernize the electric grid. You guys tired of your rolling blackouts? Yeah, man, me too. So we're going to put money in that. Airports, $25 billion to improve runways, gates, and taxiways. Runways. we got to repair runways. You have any idea what it's like to hit a pothole at 350 miles an hour? Do you want to find out? Of course not. Pisses me off. And then, of course, so we got, right, the $73 billion for the electric grid, $66 billion for rail, $63 billion for broadband. We have some of the slowest internet speeds in the developed world. We're America. America. We have some of the slowest speeds in the developed world. Let that sink in and be embarrassed. Uh, $45 billion for climate resiliency. It's an unfortunate name. What it really is is trying to stop forest fires, which are really seriously bad for the environment, for business. But good luck buying almonds this winter because the whole crop was basically... Never mind. Never mind. Um, oh, $15 billion for removing lead service lines. That lead uh, and those the service lines they're referring to are your water. Yeah. Remember what happened in Flint, Michigan? Anybody paying attention? Anybody at all? Oh, man. And then the vehicles, and then $2 billion for underserved rural areas. These are these are things like, it's just, this is this is just so great. And, and seriously, the fact that, like, over 200 Republicans in the House voted against this is, quite frankly, disgusting and embarrassing. Um, and here's the point I want to make, and then we'll get into the show. I just spent four years, five years, six years um, watching an entire wing of the electorate in the United States talk about making America great again. And as the slogan goes, I'm all for it. 
I think America, I think America should lead in the world. I think we have a great system. I think we have great people, or had great people, and I think we could really do some good in the world. I am convinced that our time in the sun is over as other powers rise because they are investing in themselves. Russia and China every day invest in themselves, and we just sit back, scratching our fat asses, thinking about how great we are. And honestly, my generation and all the generations after me, you guys aren't great at all. You haven't done anything great. Generation before me, the hippies, they changed a couple of social things, but the generation before them, they built a lot of this country. They they made it what it was. They made America great, and that's what that slogan harkens back to: making America great again. Well, I'm here to tell you that a 1.1 trillion dollar investment in America is the first thing since Eisenhower built the highways that is truly on track to make America great again. And the true irony of all of that is that every single goddamn dipshit that I've known to wear one of those stupid Make America Great red hats is against it. It's the one thing making America great. It's the one thing you said you wanted, but it isn't, is it? You want America the way you want it, and you don't want it the way anybody else thinks it should be, even if it's moving forward. Which leads me to this. I truly believe in my heart of hearts that if you are sporting a Make America Great hat or shirt or bumper sticker, and you are against this infrastructure plan and against everything it stands for, then the only way to make America great again is for you to leave. And definitely don't let the door hit you in the ass on the way out. We don't need you. We never did. Take you and your stupid hat and go. And I'm not saying that I'm better than you. I am, but I, I'm not saying it. But I'm also better than Ezra. And that segue was awesome.